Welcome to the Tech Ranch. Now, here is your host, the guru of geek, Marlo Anderson. Is that work or is, I'm on social media? Right. I use LinkedIn a lot. For yeah, my day job. I do too. Is that considered social media or is that a quote productivity and everything? Yeah. But that's everything. It's all encompassing the lawsuits, the mental health, the lost productivity, all of it goes into that. But it brings up a great point. It, the gray area. For me, I use LinkedIn. A lot for my day job. And do you consider LinkedIn social media? Of course. Okay, so it's also a tool that's replaced email in a lot of space. But you could make the same argument for... So is email social media? I don't think it's in the same realm. So I'd say no, because that's more of a direct messaging type of scenario. But But there's an evolution that that has taken place. Yeah, because like you... but. For me to go to work in the morning and sit there, and I never viewed that as productive, sitting there going over emails for an hour. And so you talk about the productivity side. For me, that wasn't productive. It, it drives me nuts today. Yeah. In fact, I have a person that's almost full-time handling my personal email. Which Isn't that insane? That's okay in the business place. But, okay, if I'm on a social media platform, and we'll say LinkedIn, which is a business one that I use a lot, I've skipped over emails because I'm like, good Lord, I can't read all this. I think a lot of people have, have email, right? But if you really want to get a hold Somebody, of me. If you want yeah. to get a hold of me, I tell everybody, text, text me. me. Or, But a lot of people, I mean, our younger people aren't using text like they used to either. So no. they use their social media platform. What I've noticed. Messenger, Snapchat, all of it. Instagram. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok now has. It's Russian. I try not to go there. But I'm surprised. I, I always have Twitter. to talk. It's like you and I have to have, we have to be gurus of all the things. Because I have people that talk to me strictly through Facebook. I have somebody that I've been corresponding with about sponsoring a curling team. But it's interesting. He's contacting me through Twitter, my old cohort on the Tech Ranch. He's a... No, he's a Facebook guy too. But we always talk through Facebook. So we were messaging each other back and forth. Then I have some people that, that text me or message me through Twitter. And now it seems like TikTok. I'm getting more and more messages through TikTok. It drives me crazy. LinkedIn is by far the most popular for business stuff, though. I always have a half a dozen or a dozen messages waiting for me in LinkedIn. And I like that. And I always tell people, if you really want to get a hold of me, either use Slack, and that's my internal stuff that we use, or if you message me in LinkedIn, I'll probably get back to you because I'll notice it. I won't notice email because email, I get thousands of them a day. It's just, just noise. Lost you can well. make a phone call on it. Do you know how often your phone is used to actually make a phone call? <laughs> Not very. It's 8%. Is that it? Isn't that something? Texting is wow. almost 20. Yeah. So texting has replaced the actual using the phone as a phone. There'll be a day that maybe we don't even call it a phone. It will just be the smart device that you carry along. At what point? Just carry a tablet, right? Yeah. Because that was the other thing I wonder is like, why don't tablets make phone calls? Oh, there's an app for that. Uh, remember the day when we would just pick up the phone and call people? And that's the thing with smart devices. They're, we talk about AI occasionally, but yep. your smart device is an AI device. One of the things we were talking about, Elon Musk, some breaking news on Elon. So which time is this that he's buying Twitter again? On again, off again, on yeah, again, yeah. off again, off again, off again, on again. Well, he, so is he buying it because of the potential loss? Well, or is, does he really want it? Or I would have to think that 
I don't know. I just don't think that the lawsuit had a lot to do with his decision, but people are saying that it is. How do you force somebody to buy your business just because they said you're going to buy it? When you're you're the one that said you have this many followers and you don't. It's come out that Twitter has a sick, significant amount of bots running. Some right. people estimate 40% of all the accounts wow. are fraudulent accounts, meaning that there are bots. People, this is rampant. It's rampant on Facebook right now, too. The cloning of accounts is out of control. It's really rampant, right? So you have to be careful with that. But anyway, get back to Twitter. This is what Elon was saying is that your company isn't worth this much because you don't really have that many followers. Maybe Elon just decided that it was worthwhile even at the $44 billion to get it. I don't know. Did you see the footage, though, of the SpaceX, of the Falcon 9 in front of the full moon the other day? Oh, my was goodness. Was that cool? It was so cool. And it wasn't just a photo. There's actually video and you can see the flame. See the video. You can see the flames coming out of the back of the rocket as it's going in front of the full moon. This is, you got to be kidding. So I highly recommend just go YouTube it or Google it or whatever. uh, We had a question about whether or not you can trust internet searches. Because you got me thinking, in this day and age, when plagiarism aside for college kids and high school kids doing their homework, nowadays we've gotten to the point where Google it. But now I'm thinking of sites like Wikipedia that are open for interpretation. People can add to them. How do you trust some of those sources? So how do you do a search or research and know that you're getting reputable information in today's day and age? Yeah, I think first thing is that just don't blindly trust the first website that you go take a look at. I think you need to verify that information by at least one more and I would say even three sources. Of uh, the first one is Amazon.com, then you have Wikipedia, then you have Merriam Webster. Okay, so this one's actually not so bad, yeah. right? Merriam Webster, because yeah. I don't know where it came from. So I know the Amazon good. is a sales site. Wikipedia I don't always trust. Right. It, it might be a an ancillary resource. Right. But okay, I'm gonna go to the, the Merriam Webster because yep. that's where the definition is. So rule Wiki. of thumb are you should you look for things that don't have a connection to sales? Yes. If you're doing research, I would certainly do that. Now, if you're doing research to buy something, then, of course, same thing holds true here. Go and check out two or three sources. If you know exactly what you're looking for, if I'm going to buy this particular type of pen that I'm holding in my hand, for example, I would certainly research this pen, go to find two or three sources that sell it. But the point is you have to do diligence. Whether have it's to. clicking on a friend request on social media right. or you're doing some research or in, in I don't think enough is made about high school, middle school kids that are doing homework and some of the things that they may be exposed to as they're doing some of this research. Parents really need to be diligent. They should, and depending on how old the kids are, like your routers, you can put parental filters on now, which I think is important. You and I could probably come up with a bunch of things that could be researched that other types of industries, like the adult industry, might have zeroed in on as well. And those are keywords to take people to pornography or what have you. And it could be all kinds of other stuff. It could be racial intention. There's all kinds of stuff that can come up that your kids will inadvertently find. So is it the fact that the kids are inadvertently finding them or that they're finding the kids? Because with a lot of these, I come back to political agendas, agendas in general that get politicized, you wind up having so critical race theory and gender issues and things that 
some of those sites are actively going out and seeking your children. No doubt about that. Because yes. they want that influence on your kids. As a parent, are there programs? Are there filters? What do you do as a parent other than just sit there and look over your kid's shoulder as they're on the Internet the whole time? You can even go deeper to this, right? What's Google's agenda? What's Microsoft's agenda? So the search engine results that you're getting, what's the logarithm doing? You have other search engines to choose from as well. And you have Bing from Microsoft. You have DuckGoGo. DuckGo. DuckGo. There you go. I haven't used it a lot recently. Well, that brings up the question as a parent, how do you pick a good search engine? Because you're helping your child, which nowadays you need to have a computer for success in education. So you're helping a child. So you set up that laptop or that desktop at home for your child to use, how as a parent do you make a confirmed decision to go, okay, we're going to use Bing or we're going to use this because that little step makes a big difference. Makes a big difference. So how, how do you I, walk through that process as a parent? I would just research them as well, just like you would Google research it. for <laughs> Google it or ping it or whatever. We say Google it because Google is dominant. Yeah. The Phillips screwdriver. Paint a Rolaids. Yeah. Well, that could be Tums or That's Indiana exactly Nassi right. Or, uh, it's the same thing, yeah. right? You go I mean, back it, to the marketing strategies from the 50s and 60s and stuff, and people call things like down south. It's I'll have a Coke. Well, clear or colored. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago that yeah. Yahoo, in recent history, Yahoo was the dominant search engine for a few years. AOL was huge. Right. Right away. Google just has been around a little longer now, and not that the other ones have disappeared. They just Google's been dominant. But and yeah, you Google's could, acquired them. Is what kind happens of, in a yeah, lot of cases. Yeah. They'll gobble up smaller entities yeah. to. So yeah, I would just research and uh, see that it falls into what you want your kids to be exposed to. There's all kinds of ways to do that, but just beware. That's a simple thing to, to follow, I think. Thank you for listening to the Tech Ranch with the Guru of Geek, Marlo Anderson. This has been a Q1 Network production. 